It's Wednesday, my dudes, and that means it's time for another episode of the Gift of Gaming podcast. This one's a doozy, and by that I mean we're talking about games we just didn't really like. Okay, it's me, your host, Darren Wade, on the Gift of Gaming podcast. They just can't get rid of me. Because it's my thing. It's what I do. Uh, but today I'm joined by none other than the Nolan brothers, Colm and Craig. Fellas, Ooh. how the hell are you? Are we supposed to answer at the same time, like in unison? I would prefer <laughs> if you did the whole podcast where the two of just talked over each other the whole time as one entity. That if would we be just talk, <laughs> we have a similar voice as well, so it may be hard to differentiate enough. If so. you guys just make sure you're, yeah, it was like, hey, hey, Colm or hey, Craig, you know, I'll mm-hmm. put in a little well, uh, transcript. Introducing us as the brothers and then expecting us to talk as one is yeah. not yeah. the best way to like get our opinions. <laughs> no, that's true. I would also be a little bit more positive how I talk about things. So that's true. if it's being pretty critical, then, you know, it's probably Craig. I'll take yeah. Although this is about games that are like, you know, Bad. the worst in their franchise or series. So yeah, good we're going to have to get a bit negative, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, I got positive things to say about the games in the series is that we're good. But you know, not about the game that I oh, didn't like. Throw a dog a bone type of thing. Exactly, right? give them something. Yeah. You know, I didn't think of that. I'm just gonna like go down hard on these things. You know. So before we get into it, guys, you know, I ask every week if you're playing anything different. Craig, I know you're hook, lined, and sinker into Stardew Valley after all our Stardew Valley oh, talk. Oh, big time, Darren. Like, I mean, I started last week, and I've already started year two. You know, <laughs> I just was dealt diving headfirst into this thing but i mean i think i am reaching the end now of like all the things i've bought and can get other than the 1.5 update which i'm not sure how sizable it is but unless that can keep me going for another week i consider myself quite close to the end was that the chocolate thing no so i think content chocolate here is its own thing i don't know if that's a dlc but the stardew valley 1.5 has the ginger island update okay which Mm. Might not give you a full week, but I'll give you a good bit of extra. Right, well, kind that's of something content. to look forward to. <laughs> I guess. I'll give you two nights worth of content. <laughs> but it's the such an exciting time to be a gamer. Like I've Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp, which I barely touched, just because I'm so into Stardew. We have Final Fantasy and Zelda coming up, so it's just yeah. a really great time to be a video game player. Absolutely, yeah. Like probably too good a time. I don't know how I'm gonna get through all these things. Colin, what have you been? You what have you been playing? Well, I've been taking a little bit of a break from Stardew Valley, and I've been focused more on Advance Wars. But uh, um, So Craig is also doing the same as I am, but he's kind of going more for uh, Advance Wars 2 right off the bat. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Advance Wars 1 at all. I skipped immediately to Advance yeah. Wars 2. Well, I th- so you did the same thing with Mass Effect 1 and 2, right? Yeah, I did the exact same thing yeah. there as well. So, yeah. Like I, I feel like, yeah, if you go to number two, you're not going to ever go back to one. So if I'm going to like play both of them, I'm going to start with one, go into but the I started one, with Mass you know? Effect 1 and started with Advance Wars 1. But by the fifth mission, under like, oh, do you know how to use ships? I was like, you already asked me this in the previous mi- mission. I know how to use ships. And then she just guides you through it anyway. I'm like, this game is clearly for younger fans, even though like... You know, all the war and battle and stuff like that. But they're geared towards a younger audience. But I wish you could just skip that stuff. Yeah, and I think it, what's interesting about it, because we've all gotten it now, and it's probably one that we'd consider for a games club, just to you know give a little quick review on, on how that game has been. But I was so disappointed by the delay. I totally... Well, I understand I mean, it completely now that I've replayed it and seen how, like kitty friendly it is you know yeah. like they're they're playing as though war is nothing you know like yeah. and i can see because this game is like 
a U rating or whatever for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, or E, whatever it's called. So yeah. like the target audience is very young people and they're talking about war as it's, it's a joke. And is that, so I can understand you know, the why anim- they took that. The animation, so that opening animation is brand new, right? So that is almost like, that's almost like a call to arms, that opening scene, because you've got Max, Andy, and Sammy all doing their thing, and it's like, oh, the sirens go off, and there's a big call to war. Yep. So after seeing that, because I was so disappointed, I was like, there's Call of Duty's coming out still with the war in Ukraine and everything. I was like, why would they delay something as cartoonish? And, and like, Call of Duty is an 18s game. Yeah, where, that's know, exactly like, it. That's the I watched, I watched the, the opening of Advance Wars, and I was like, oh my God, this is like, a, you know, the US Army wants you, children. And I was like, that makes total sense now, like, you know. Um, but it's been great. Like people have bought into it lots. It's really popular. And I think the developer, the development team, kind of released a message to say that they were overwhelmed and overjoyed that it, people still went and, went and bought yeah. it after after such a long delay. Um, but yeah, that's, that's class. I myself uh, have done a few missions in that, but I've locked into Horizon Forbidden West, oh, the Burning the Shores. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's like you know, because I've been playing a bit of Stardew Valley, and then I was playing a bit of uh, Kingdom Hearts, Memory of Melodies, all very simply graphic things. I've been on the, I've been on a really big Switch buzz of late, and then to go and move from that into like the P, what, what the PS5 is capable of, I was sitting there going, oh, this oh. game is just so yeah, so mm-hmm. so beautiful, so well done. So I'm only about, I'd say ten percent through that game, but it's been it's been a joy so far. It's everything I love about Horizon. Just you know, I it's just wait more to of get it. into it next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just more of it. So I guess we'll crack into this week's uh, episode. And for our listeners, we decided this week we'd look at um, a series of games that we enjoyed, but kind of focusing on the worst game in that series. That That's kind of what we, we decided on pretty much, right? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. The worst <laughs> game in a series, essentially. That's going to be the title of this, this episode, yeah, yeah. all right? Uh, yeah, so we looked at kind of the series that we really enjoyed playing and kind of just focused on either the, the weakest or what was just a really, really bad game within that series. So, um column you actually said you had a couple of predictions for what you thought me and craig would pick and i'm That's interested right. yeah i'm interested to see if you actually got now i'm not going to say yes or no until i actually get to it but i'm interested to what you're how Even well if you get it right i might just lie huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excellent all right well i do have four predictions three of them i was like we'll go with this and then the fourth one i'm thinking less darren but more craig might have selected it okay uh so my first one this is more towards darren and it's mass effect andromeda okay all right. Yeah. He definitely got that right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the second one, it would have been, and I'll ask you this open question. Is there a Kingdom Hearts game that is a card-based battle system? Yes. What's that called? Chain of Memories. That's what I predict for you. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I was going to say every handheld uh, Kingdom Hearts game no. ever existed. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I have that actually written down, like yeah. any of the DS <laughs> no, or no, PSP. No. The, tree, the 3DS, the, the, the PSP game and the 3DS game were actually decent. What so about the Game Boy Advance and the phone game? And no, awful, the, awful, yeah. awful. All of yeah. them are awful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just leave it like, you know, just the, the shit ones, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Generally speaking. Uh, this one's more for Craig, and it's based on um, a kind of tirade you went on based on the Harry Potter one, and that is Arkham Origins, mm-hmm. Batman, yeah? That's the third one? That's your third one? No, 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 that's the third one in that series. Oh, Origins it? is the third one in the... Yeah, in the- okay, so that's the one I mean anyway. Uh, and then the very last one, uh, which is the prediction more so for you again, and that is Dead Space 3. Mm, interesting. 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 He actually did get one of them. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. a little annoyed okay. at that. So I'm going to open with that one as my go-to. Well, well then, take it away. I'm going to keep mine close to my chest until I'm actually given yeah. the answers. So yeah, Arkham Origins was the game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ten and points to column. <laughs> I said that on air during the like Harry Potter <laughs> episode, so that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Arkham Origins was a massive disappointment for me, mainly because I loved 
Arkham Asylum, I thought it was one of the best games of that year, my game of the year, whatever year it was. And then like Arkham City just brought it to the next level. You know, you had the big open city, you could grapple, glide everywhere, go anywhere, do anything. And for the fourth game, when these guys came back in charge, then they introduced the Batmobile and you could call it in at any time and just drop down. In, like you could be flying through the sky, hold L1 and Batman would dive bomb into the Batmobile. That's pretty cool. Arkham dope. Origins introduced electricity gloves. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you know, it had a nice, interesting story with the Joker. They did his origin. But in terms of the mechanics and gameplay you could do, it was identical to Arkham City in every way and added nothing new. Like they copied and pasted the entire game and its assets and then added nothing creatively to the to the game, you know? Yeah. So Asylum introduced all the villains, all the core aspects, and City made it massive. And then um, the fourth game added all these things with the Batmobile and even a bigger story. But the third game, which was a different studio, and they didn't have the Mark Hamill as the voice actor. They didn't have uh, Kevin Conroy. Um, and I was going to say, because, you know, if if it's got... And you said Joker is kind of the main villain, right? Oh, I, No, in, he's in not. Origins. So it, it's supposed to... And that, the, the best part of the game was that it had a, a kind of twist, which I won't spoil, but the Joker is in it when you don't think he's supposed to be. But obviously everyone knew the Joker was going to be in the game. Yeah. But you don't think he's going to be in it. The Black Mask is the main villain for a while. And then you're just kind of like who the hell is this guy, yep. you know? And then eventually he gets put in his place as he should and <laughs> the game kind of continues on with the Joker. But it's just gameplay-wise, after like five, six hours, you're just like, man, I've just beaten up so many bad guys and done nothing else. You know, it's just wave after wave of enemy and you go to the next wave after wave of enemy and I'm just like, I'm gaining absolutely nothing from this and it's such a disappointment because Asylum was so good, City was so good and when the studio eventually came back and did uh, Arkham Knight, they knocked it out of the park yeah, you yeah. Know, with a fantastic finish. In in its defense at all, not that I've played it, but it's called Arkham Origins, so I'm mm -hmm. assuming it's based as a prequel to everything. Right? Yes, but it's an Arkham game. So it's the same company that made Arkham Origins did Gotham Knights, which, oh, well, as you all know, is an absolute disaster. Yeah, you know? enough said. But these guys were given the reins for the Arkham game when the other uh, studio weren't able to do it. I, I can't remember what the reason were. I think they were just working on another project. Mm -hmm. But under their rule, we lost Mark Hamill. We lost Kevin Conroy. We lost everything interesting about the game. All creativity was thrown out the window. And but you got some electric gloves. We got some electric <laughs> gloves that when you hit them, they kind of went... Zzz. And, and that was, and then that was they it. fell over. I assume. I don't know. And in terms of the, was the gameplay style? Because it means you have a new team coming in. Could they copied and pasted it as best they could. Okay. So it's fine. If you didn't play Arkham City, it'd be a decent game. But if you did play Arkham City, you're playing the same game, only worse with a worse story and okay. no new mechanic, nothing to be excited about. You yeah. know. So yeah, for that, I'm still salty about it. And they've mm -hmm. only shot themselves in the foot with this Gotham Knights game. So now everyone knows how bad they are. And if you were to, let's say, your favorite game in the Arkham series... It's City. Yeah. What would you give that out of 10? I'd give City a 9 out of 10. And where does Origins fall in that ranking out of 10? Like, how, how bad are we talking here from the best it's to the worst? It's still a copy and paste of a great game. So similar to how I said um, Hogwarts Legacy was still good because, you know, it's still got the foundations of a good game. Just great IP. Just else's work, yeah. you know? So it's still a 6 because 
it should have been a nine. So yeah. not not a bad game, but the worst game in the series. The worst game in the series. And that's what we're doing today, that's guys. That's what we're doing yeah. today. Doesn't when you have, have one of the greatest game. series of all time, this was a massive downgrade. You know, yeah. you have nine, nine, six, nine. You know, in yeah. terms of ten out of ten games. Yeah. So not a bad game, but just the worst. And it's. But I'm still salty about it, as you can see. <laughs> yeah, because didn't get us column. We, if I were to ask you, just boom, you got a game series that you love, and someone stuck some poo in there. It's a real pooey game. Yeah. Okay. What's your one? So just based on how you asked me that question, I was going to talk about a different one, but how you asked me that, I've just like switched over to the other one that I have to get off my chest. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need your help for it because honestly, I don't remember a whole lot about the game other than it made me nice feel choice. unwell. <laughs> um, no, and uh, you'll understand why this is. So as we've discussed on the podcast many times um, with multiple people who have all discussed it in their own right, so Final Fantasy is a pretty beloved series within, like, not just us, but, like, you know, RPG fans in yeah. general. Uh, so it would be very easy for me to just want to, like, go and attack Final Fantasy XII because I don't like that game. It's terrible. However. That's not the one you picked. That is, of course, not the one I picked. Can I, I chose the worst game in the Final Fantasy series. Can I raise my hand and, and see if I get, get the answer? You can, of course. Is it 10-2? It is, in fact, 10 Damn, I knew the answer, so I couldn't put my hand it in. Was, it was in my honorable mentions for sure. But ah, yes, let's get yeah. into that awful, awful game. So, you know how, like, when I first got that game, you obviously played 10, because why would you play 10-2 without having ever played 10? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So by the end of the game, you know, some pretty awesome shit happens, and then the story concludes, and then you're like, okay, cool. Here's my new introduction to my characters that I, like, last saw doing some pretty awesome shit without spoiling 10. But I think, I mean, that's... We say no spoilers, but I think, I mean, what, what year is 10? Who like, said no spoilers? Say? We can spoil whatever no. we want. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm in agreement. I think we should spoil. So It's way more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. If you haven't played 10 and you want to and you don't want it spoiled, stop listening now for a couple of minutes. But It's a terrible game. Okay. Like, no, they don't. They shouldn't play it. No, 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 <laughs> but he's talking about 10. 10. Oh, 10, 10. sorry. Because yeah, I yeah. think what's important to, and to your point about, and we'll get into how bad 10 too is, oh. but 10's ending is such a strong, and what I would consider a, a bit of a brave ending mm. in terms of, you know, what they yeah. do to your main characters. Do you know what I mean? That like, that, you know, Oren, who's an amazingly strong character, and Titus, who you play as through the entire game, you know, it's like the sixth sense, you know? They've been dead the whole, you know, dead the whole time, or they've just been waiting to pass on, and that's what you finish on. And then mm. Colm, they gave us 10-2. And so just the intro to 10-2. Do you remember the scene with Yuna? Yep. Where she just like walks into a massive stadium and then just starts dancing around the place. And like you're like, oh, this is like a different tone. But that's and because then... she inherited the dress fear of a dead person from a thousand years ago. Yeah, I mean, oh. this, no, no, this, we're going to get into it. So the it, grid like, you know? sphere of like the old game just like stopped working. Is that actually what happened in the story? And they're just like, dress spheres. No, so go. I think... They changed the combat completely. Yeah. yeah, so it was all based on dress spheres. But I think the person who's singing isn't actually Yuna, if I remember correctly. It's someone who's an imposter, right? So Yuna isn't... Cause, you know, no, she's got the spirit of the dress sphere inside her, like... You know, I remember mm. the story quite well. I actually finished the game despite it being so bad. Okay, he's and the only one here. That's why I that. needed Craig to help me with this because the ending of that game, and we're going to spoil this one because it's crap, but there's like two choices you can make, right? There's like, you can go with the, um, the Grand Maester, sure. the monks, and then there's the, uh, maybe the Albed or like some second sect or faction. Mm -hmm. There's two factions. There's two anyway. factions, yeah. There's the, the new Temple of Yevon or whatever, and yeah. then there's the Crusaders. And they're both just these hot guys that just want to like get with you and, and you're like oh i have to choose one of these douches like i just want titus why is he not here yeah <laughs> and from a from a 
combat perspective, it's a pity because I think the combat in the game was actually a lot of fun. It's pretty decent because the yeah. dress spheres was a good idea it's because a job it system. essentially gave you the job system back except yeah. anyone could switch job at any time. Yeah. And narratively, it would make sense. Yeah. Like she's not a white mage just becoming an, a warrior all of a sudden. You know? yeah. Like it doesn't seem stupid. It's just a kind of glow effect that mm. kind of changes. And it mood. was as a, as a person who all of my, so all of my, if I were to give my top five Final Fantasies, a lot of them in that top five are the ones that had the original job system, like the old games that I love so much, yeah. you know? Uh, and that worked quite well, but it's, it was splashed in with all this, um, just this. It was just nonsense. Just no, really, it's just because uh, it's a it's a very lazy game. Because I mean, outside of the assets in Final Fantasy X, there's very new lo- very few new locations at yeah. all. Like even sets, bosses. It's you're just fighting all the same enemies, going to the same places. Like they just again, like in Arkham City, they copied and pasted everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a uh, such a fun moment when. Uh, I discovered that Ten Two was as bad as it ended up being. So I played through Ten. So did my brother. Uh, not Andrew's on the podcast. My other brother and he played through Ten. We both loved it. And Ten Two was announced. We didn't watch anything for it. We're like, cool. We'll figure out what happened to Titus. This is going to be great. And I'll never forget. Uh, you know, we sat, two of us sat down. He put it into the PlayStation Two, turned the television, played it for a couple hours. And there's a scene where you have to race as Yuna, uh, Riku, and Pain is the third character, yeah. who's like a Lulu knockoff essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you th- three yous have to race to the top of a mountain against like your new rivals, who were all stupid characters. That like was with all the Ronso. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all fucking stupid characters. So you race up the mountain, and the top of the screen, there's this line of like a Yuna face and like your rival's face of who's getting up the mountain quicker. And then you get there, and all the conversation because it's voice acted. You know what I mean? You're like, cool, like you know, like, great, more voice acting. This is this is fantastic, and it's voice acted so so poorly. And I'll never forget that like, Graham when we, I was watching him play that part. Um, got to the top of the mountain, listened to this stupid conversation that happened, paused the game, ejected the disc, put it back in its box, threw it under the bed, and walked out. (laughs) (laughs) And he never touched it again. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right, you know? It's the correct decision to make, Graham. Fair play to you, sir. It was, it was. They even took out the blitz ball. Like, it became this little thing where you had to coach your team, but you couldn't actually play. You could just recruit the players and then watch them play. So they didn't even have the old assets for Blitzball. They just tossed that aside. Like, yeah, you know? kind of just like, laziness. The last thing that really I just hated about that was, one, obviously the introduction of Yuna singing and all that kind of stuff. Like Some people like that more quirky style. The other thing, and it should work with any other character, especially Riku or maybe your one pain, um, especially if they have job class changes and stuff, but just when Yuna busts out like two pistols and is like pow 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 pow, yeah. I just like oh what is this? Because her, her character is so like you know you tra- you played through ten and the whole the whole great thing about it is that she's really serious and she's all about the religion and yeah. being the she's summoner. really awkward and shy yeah and shy <laughs> and stuff and Titus kind of brings a little bit more fun out in her but the Yuna that you leave in Final Fantasy ten is not the Yuna that arrives <laughs> in ten two she's like this like yeah I'm fun and cool now and it's so jarring to have I her tell her like I actually enjoyed it because it's cringy but it's her trying to be cool yeah and i can see that she's still the lame unit only she's now trying, trying to, to be act cool. cooler and i actually quite enjoyed that see, it's more true to her character cringe is something i can't do so like you know like uh britain's got talent or the x factor when they were big on tv i could not watch the early stage auditions where people would come in thinking they were like i had to turn the tv off or walk away if my family were watching it i don't <laughs> do cringe well at all and 10 2 is just a big cringe party uh, the entire way through like, it's gross yeah i couldn't even possibly replay that ever I just wouldn't be willing to mentally go through that. Yeah, yeah I and know. it's it's like 
what's disappointing as well is that you have this sphere system, the dress spheres, and it's the job system essentially back. And they almost do an incredible job with that. But then you've got these really fucking, like the really stupid jobs, like the songstress and the whatever else, and just the really camp, naff, bad job that they put in because the whole game is like a big cringe naff party where hey like let's just go completely ham on this and i was looking at being the, at this and i played it i threw a good bit of it and really leveled up the characters hard and enjoyed a lot of the job systems but it was such like i was playing through this and i was like i don't like this job system is here and i think that's the only reason i'm playing this game like there was so such yeah. little enjoyment apart from me training the new them, jobs the yeah, new yeah. job abilities and the new jobs and that was all i enjoyed from the game never finished it but i mean i pumped a yeah. good few hours into it and it is saying something because final fantasy as a series is one of my beloved series of all time mm -hmm. but it's got some bad games in there mm -hmm. it's six got, to ten are flawless and then before and after that i i don't really mind there's got a couple i mean like one is i mean it's a game of its time i played through one i'd say like maybe six years ago and it's just a very simple the first of its kind kind of rpg It'd be hard to kind of give give that one a lot of you know harsh words but 12 as a story i think is okay as gameplay it's really bad 15 was we're waiting for that for years and it's not a it's not a i mean 10 years in development oh, we got okay. a really crappy 13, game team all lightning and 13 mm -hmm. was there, oh yeah, yeah totally 13. forgot to take them into account i didn't play them so i can't really like so but i even think so so 13 was probably my least favorite mainline like if we're not talking about sequels here, thirteen's my least favorite main line. Is this here transitioning into your choice? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not setting myself up a segue. I mean, I, we were talking. I was trying to do the introduction before we started this episode, and I'm all over the place today, so my segues aren't on on game. But no, in in terms of thirteen was really linear, which made it bad. But there were some aspects of it that were still like. Some I mean, of the seven is also very linear and not bad at all. It just thirteen didn't do a great job of making you feel like you're really playing like a mm -hmm. Final Fantasy. You know, anytime you're fighting the enemies, they just kept flying up in the air. Yeah. And it just kept being just, weird. Just, like, just badly designed. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even then, 10-2 still strikes them out by a, a long oh. shot in terms of a bad game. It's weird because I think it was the first to ever, wasn't it the first Final Fantasy game that wasn't a direct number? So when you, when you have a Final Fantasy game that's 10, and rather than go to 11... By, going, by saying 10-2, you've already, like, admitted that it's going to be bad, you know? <laughs> but that's the thing, is, like, it, 10 ended in such a great way, and I thought it was going to be Yuna's search for Titus. And the thing, I think the end of the game is she finds a sphere with maybe his voice in it. Like, there's, she never really finds him or discovers... In the, in the full ending, if you 100% the game, she does find Titus, yeah. And he's alive? Or yeah, but it's just pretty much the same ending as Final Fantasy X, except... He just shows up for like a split seconds and Caesar, and then it ends. Yeah. Oh my god! Mm. So, so you gain maybe five seconds of extra footage from Final Fantasy X if you play the entirety of X too. It's it's just such a pity because there were games where like Final Fantasy games in the series that I think were far more deserving of a sequel than Ten. Ten I think is is one of those games that the ending wrapped up really really well. Final yeah. Fantasy games kind of tend to struggle with their endings. I think Ten is one. Of the I think strongest. Ten actually has the strongest ending out of all of them. Yeah. 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 So it was the least deserving of a sequel in terms of i mean fucking eight could have done with a massive like you know yeah. retcon of just about <laughs> everything that happened at the end of that game but it never got a sequel like you know and um, yeah that's a fine choice Colm. i hated that game i wanted to <laughs> like it but i hated that game so yeah worse than the series Um, i'll go jump to my uh my own which might surprise you so Colm, in terms of you tried to predict a couple of things uh you got my honorable mention correct which was mass effect andromeda oh. i played it for such a short amount of time that i don't think it's fair for me to actually give it a good go because i think i had it in my playstation 4 for about five hours before i 
ejected the disc and to this day is the only game I've ever wanted to break over my leg like actually snap the disc mm-hmm. um, but I won't I won't get into that because I never I didn't like that I only gave it four or five hours so maybe there were some redeeming qualities that I never discovered but for five hours it was shite uh, <laughs> no I'm going to talk about Jack and Daxter as yeah. one of my uh-huh. most beloved games ever when I was young was, was Jack and Daxter I actually got that game before I got a PS2 uh, I think it was uh, my auntie or something like that, uh, without knowing that we didn't have a PlayStation 2 yet, just got that me that game for Christmas, and I was like, this looks amazing. We played through Jack and Daxter, and I'd still say it's probably up there, and, you know, I, I wouldn't say I rate it in my top 10, but, like, a, as a real beloved memory of a game that I played. Atmospherically, it's so nice. The design is real. It's, like, it's such a chill game to play. They brought out the Jack and Daxter collection a couple of years ago that you can get for the PS4, PS5, and I started playing through the first Jack and Daxter, and, I lo- and like, you know, it's a little bit janky, of course. It's a 2001 mm-hmm. game, but it, it is still so much fun. And it's a big old collectathon. That's the entire game. It's just collecting the orbs, the, the, the precursors, all that kind of stuff. But it had such a nice, just a nice way about it. And the main character, Jack, is the silent protagonist. And I really love that because he, everything that happened in that game was through his expressions. And graphically at the time, that was a really impressive looking game for 2001. And you know, I loved Jack being this guy who would like, he'd be in the background making scared faces or annoyed faces. <laughs> and that's how he, you know, kind of emoted his, how he was feeling. And I loved that. And Daxter really shone through because he was kind of talking for both of them. Really simple, lovely game. Great ending. And Jack 2 comes around. <laughs> Fucking I was so excited to play that game. So this, <laughs> I'm assuming it was voice acting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So no, but it's it's the ho- the whole the whole game, and it's funny because I was I was like, am I alone in this, or did lots of people hate this game? But I went on to Metacritic, Metacritic just to see. Jack and Daxter, the first one, has a 90 on Metacritic. Jack Two has an 87, Jesus. which I do not for not one second do I believe it deserved that. But the game starts off, so you know, Jack and Daxter, and it's a lovely ending. The two of them are dancing down the credits it's just a really Spoiler. fun oh sorry yeah, yeah it's just a really fun way to end the game and jack 2 starts off and it's the craziest thing because the first one is so kid friendly and colorful and nice but the second one starts off with jack tied down to like a like a in a torture room and he's being tortured so he's teleported to this place called you know new haven or haven city or something with the power that they unlocked at the end of the last game mm-hmm. but he's teleported to this place and he's been captured because i guess he's not from there they can't identify him and he's just getting tortured for ages. And they're experimenting with Dark Eco, which is like the, one of the elemental things from the first game. And they're experimenting with that on him. And he's, you know, he's got all these like big, big dark eyes and his skin's going white while they're a thing. And Daxter comes in to save him and unlocks him. And the first thing that Jack says is, I'm going to kill whoever it is in this like completely jarring voice that I mm-hmm. never expected Jack to have. And then the whole game is this like GTA wannabe. It's the weirdest thing. Like you go traversing, like the first game is a pure, pure platformer and you play this entire second game. The whole hub is this place, Haven City, which is the most soulless uh, hub ever. There's loads of people walking around, which I thought was impressive at the time, but there's nothing to do. There's nothing to find. There's nobody to talk to. Uh, There's like traffic of these hover ships and you can drive those around, but they drive like shite. Like they're the worst (laughs) things to, 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 to move around. And, the game, for some reason, decided to introduce guns. And it's like the thing I loved mm-hmm. about Jack and Daxter was that it's like a jump on their head or spin around, Crash Bandicoot style, knock them out, use all those kind of things. And like, there's, there's enough games with guns in them. You know, Jack and Daxter shouldn't be one of them. But the whole game is guns and there's no way to aim them properly. They're janky as hell. And I think I've got a list of things I didn't like from that game. Hang on, let me just have a look <laughs> at the, the list of things I didn't like. Oh, yeah. So the missions are awful. I remember playing through the missions and I 
checked up a YouTube video or two in preparation for this to be like, do I remember it being that bad? There are like four types of missions throughout the entire thing that you just, it's just a rinse and repeat. There's like an escort, a time trial, your classic platformer level, and then, I don't know, maybe something else. But it's all the same the entire way. And I remember playing through that game. And as a kid, like a really easily, like that came out two years later. So like I'm... I'm what, I'm 12 playing Jack and Maxter, I'm 14 playing Jack 2. And you think me hitting into my teenage years might want a dark, edgy yeah, kind of... Yeah, you'd be ready for the guns. Yeah, like, with all my, like, you know, my, oh, you know, a hoot life kind of hit my <laughs> teenagers. I, even as a kid, I was like, what have they done to you? Like, what? <laughs> and it takes away so much from, like, Daxter's character. The fact that you've got this edgy Jack who hates everybody and give me another gun and I'll go out and I'll shoot them all up and I'll hijack this hovercraft and whatever else. Daxter is the kind of, like, the funny, loopy character that he was in number one. His humor just falls so flat because the game is going in a real, just a real dark kind of see, uh, more yeah. more aggressive place. Hated it, hated it, hated it, hated it, and I hated the fact that it got eighty seven on Metacritic because <laughs> it, like the the worst thing is that like Jack Three was just a a build on that. So whereas Crash Bandicoot the whole way through, it's the same thing. It's that colorful guy in these colorful worlds doing the same old thing because it works. And Jack and Maxter I thought worked, and they came out with this this Jack Two, which then formatted the series going on with jack 3 was like that the spin-off games were all that dark edgy kind of in this grim dark world and it was like awful and the game had that classic you know when you play some old games where the color scheme like it was gr like a horrible green gray and just dark color schemes like just washed over everything and it just made me so sad it made me so sad so I, mean, <laughs> I think it was the worst game in a series that i've played to date for sure i never played jack and dexter but that all sounds pretty terrible but i can understand around 2001 wanting to get out of the platformer industry because with the banjos and the marios i'm sure it was very Ratchet hard and clanks to, and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah to keep yeah. it going yeah just made me so sad so sad but uh, yeah that's that's my take that's that's my my worst one uh we'll get on to uh when we when we spin around the table some more column <laughs> we'll get on to one that you did mail that i have but we'll move on to that in a bit yeah Ooh. yeah we'll talk about that one greg you got any any other ones um okay for the second one and you kind of teed it up there a little because i was thinking what's one of the best video game series of all time that isn't final fantasy or zelda <laughs> i was like <laughs> The Grand Theft Auto series. Nice. You know? Okay. Yeah. So for mine, I have to go with, even though Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2, I didn't play massively, but for what they are, they are great games. Just They're top down, you, you hijack a car and you go around for 20 minutes until you get caught and you pass the controller to your friend. You know, GTA 3 had absolutely Liberty City and PS2 graphics. I, I was convinced was a cutscene. I was so convinced it wasn't real that i was telling my friend that like that box art on the back of the box that's fake that's Has all cutscenes. there's yeah. no way it looks like that so it was the biggest surprise of my entire life when i saw what gta 3 looked like yeah but vice city then went back to the 80s introduced a load of great music you had like multiple cities you could buy assets you could run the city you could take over it bit by bit yeah and then by gta 4 they went back to liberty city they removed all planes that made san andreas so absolutely amazing sorry san andreas is my favorite game of the series that's mm -hmm. when they gave you three cities and a massive countryside you know so you could transition to all these towns you know you were driving from city to city and it took a while you know it wasn't just yeah. once like one new york looking city that's just grids everywhere and everything looks the and same you know? one of my favorite memories from san andreas which made me realize it was such a great game was when you get um locked up or thrown out of the first city 
and you end up in the countryside. I'll never forget, like, wake, you know, your character wakes up and you, you walk around and you're in the countryside. And I got into a tractor and it was the country music. It's like, some kind of wonderful. <laughs> here she is. He's just like, and that yeah, was, yeah. I was like, well, I am literally in rural wherever it yeah, is. You've been you kicked mean? out and yeah. it just takes off. I don't want to talk about San Andreas too much, but that is my favorite of the series. Mm-hmm. But after San Andreas came GTA 4. Mm-hmm. what a step down and I know you know the thing in America with the towers and whatever blah 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 but you should never remove planes from a video game that specializes in planes fucking cars and boats and all that type of stuff my favorite mission in San Andreas was like this one mission where like you were on a runway and you were just like packing up ready to take out for the other day but this a gang of tugs start robbing you and they have their own plane and they're stealing all your resources from the, the runway and you spot them and you chase after them on the motorbike and they take off in their plane while throwing boxes at you and you're dodging them on your motorbike and then you drive up the ramp of the plane that they're about to take on kill them all in the plane and then you parachute out of the plane yeah i was like that is the single greatest mission i've ever played <laughs> of any game in my life <laughs> and that was insanely good yeah. and then for gta 4 to just take out all helicopters all planes all everything to give me liberty city again i was just like and the, no, prote- the protagonist in gta 4 and the russian dude we don't even go you know. bellic yeah he, can i also quickly just say yeah that of course gta 4 was on my list i saw it on the prediction get thing get it, yeah, yeah. Here, hold on, i was just waiting for a chance for craig to calm down i'll just be like by the way i also have that here written down because he um, he was a i think one of the most boring protagonists yeah he's he's just described as eastern european as far as i know he's not given like a country uh you meet his uncle roman or his cousin roman and it like Joe in uh, we were talking about San Andreas and briefly in San Andreas you can do the whole dating system yeah, yeah. well this was, has that too and it's like oh yeah you get to bring them to the bar but like this even in fun. San Andreas I just wanted to like take them out on a couple of dates just so I could watch the like the sex animation in the uh, car so it was like bouncing up and down I just nice. wanted to see that you know who didn't <laughs> you can get prostitutes in that game you don't need to like I know but it'd be way more fun if it was legit you know nice nice um, fair yeah okay there's also I think there's one girl that's like a dominatrix and I think there's like a special cutscene of you yeah there's, a, there's no there's a few for that you know I tried them all yeah, yeah. Like, so anyway, nice yeah. <laughs> but, like so another but thing. some you had to make yourself really fat to make them attracted to you you know oh, they yeah. all all the girls were really like had certain had certain, certain tastes. tastes you know much like real life huh? much like real life yeah. yeah so it was a hard job to do so you had to earn that you know absolutely but look uh, in four it was just an absolute step down and i think what they did is they just aimed for more realism because even like how the car is handled like if you remember like if you went from vice city san andreas like you could just whip around corners yeah, like crazy like, taxi type of yeah, stuff if like, you go you know? over a ramp you don't know what's going to happen if you get a little <laughs> spin on you you're just going to helicopter around like who knows what's going to go yeah, down. kill frenzy bonus might just pop up you yeah know? Like, but yeah. the steering as far as i can still remember was really harsh in grand theft auto 4 that like if you're driving fast a lot of the cars you're like oh maybe this car is just terrible and it's like no it's just the mechanics for driving in this game are just crap like, and gta 4 was the first playstation 3 gta right um, yes because San Andreas was definitely on too yes so yeah. it was the, the console leap you know yeah. and, and I think it, it now the didn't... difference between San Andreas and GTA 5 is just fucking crazy it but is the difference just... between San Andreas and GTA 4 is was Liberty City it's just GTA 3 again but that's what I mean They the, the kind of design they went for was similar to that like a slightly improved GTA 3 in, in, in its style and even then I I wasn't even like that impressed by it because it, it was that big leap you know with, i think the ps2 to ps3 was 
a big leap, not the biggest generational leap, but yeah. looking at that from a graphical perspective, mm-hmm. it just seemed Look, kind of lazy. The game reviewed very well, but I was just completely unimpressed. I was just like, well, I've if I can't get a boat, if I can't get a, a plane, if I can't get a, like a jetpack or a fucking helicopter with turret guns, then I have nothing to look forward to because that's always the end game type of stuff the, that the, you the look forward to getting. The hunter helicopter from yeah. the army and everything. And yeah. that's the best thing about those Grand Theft Auto games for me is getting all the high tech gear and then going on massive like killing sprees or just you know having fun flying around blowing stuff up. Yeah. But GTA Four just ruined all that with its realism. And, and it's, it's got um, I think it's probably got like the least memorable. Uh, characters that you do missions for like when yeah. i think of like gta 3 and san andreas and vice city i remember a lot of the characters i can yeah. picture a lot of the people that you worked for or did side missions for i couldn't name you a single person from gta 4 yeah. some of the ones in 4 reappear in 5 but you have to like have played 4 and remember them vaguely <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even i mean i played you 5 I and i didn't know. think any of them were familiar yeah. i yeah. think it's the, on the agents like the uh, i don't know what division they're with but um in, in 5 especially the on the agents that you work for is trevor and you torture people yeah yeah you, I, I think that guy or that agent is in 4 as ah, well very good yeah um but yeah no like i even got a, like a soft spot for 4 in my heart because when that came out i was probably like 16 and I remember going to, at the time I had your old ID, uh, it was yeah. like a cancelled passport, said I was 21. So I went to the GameStop launch at midnight and I randomly ran into one of my friends there from school, Emma Higgins. <laughs> and like we just went separately and I was with them, one of my other good mates, Mark, um, and we were just outside waiting to get the game. And we'd all, I don't know how I arranged it, I either had called in sick or something was happening, but I was not in school the next day. And spent the entire night like just playing online, like we're not online, but you know what I mean. Like just, just, just got going the game home, it. played it for like four or five hours, got up for school the next day, didn't go to school, just kept playing it. And like the whole thing about that was just like, you know, I'm 16, I've never really done this with a game, and it's the new Grand Theft Auto. You've yeah. just come mm-hmm. from San Andreas, so like even with all that fun nostalgia, I can look back on comparing it to any of the other games within that series. It is by far the weakest and. I don't really want to like shit on like Grand Theft Auto 1 because I never really played that one. But look, that's the start of a series. Grand Theft Auto 2, the top-down game, I Great. actually had that game yeah. and loved it. And that's the thing know? as well. It's, it's you know, although it wouldn't be anything to, to blow your mind graphically or storyline-wise, it was at Rockstar's at, at, at a really good point in their games where all of their games were just so much fun to yeah. play. Like that top-down mm-hmm. GTA 2 was so much fun to play. That was amazing. They oh. could do no wrong, um, but... Apart from GTA this, 4. You know, <laughs> by bowing to the you know the Western you know media being like oh we can't have planes because the tower blew up a few years ago just fucking nonsense. Immediately I'm like well you've lost my money and I didn't buy it. I think Colin bought it. Yeah, you <laughs> so just I played it on on his yeah, after on his, his midnight purchase. Yeah, yeah. but it I is, only played it for about ten hours and then I gave up. So I'm very happy you were able to fill in some of the blanks because I did not really know what that game was about other than it not having planes. <laughs> Yeah, that, <laughs> I like the way that's your that's your thing. No, there's no planes. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Games I'm have, to have, games have to have planes. Yep. But yeah, it is. I think that's a thing where there's a, a massive. Anytime you get a massive step back from its predecessor, it doesn't make any sense. Like Arkham Origins, you have the tools there to just make things better and continue on building on them. And I think theme wise, it looks as though games that fail to improve on its predecessor mm-hmm. kind of lend to. If you have them to being, always try. At least try to innovate. 
Yeah. You know, just show us you're doing something new that it wasn't just a paycheck. Yeah. You know, and that's well, I mean, because that can go one of two ways. Because Jack Two tried to innovate in loads of ways, and I hated every <laughs> single one of them. Like, you yeah. know. Uh, so was uh, GTA Four going to be your next? Uh, I probably next... would have brought that up because I wasn't expecting him to go for GTA. 4. Ah, look like, at him oh, with okay. his predictions yeah. <laughs> straight out of left field. Yeah. That's how I roll. Like another one I was kind of thinking of there in the kind of same vein as not taking into account the first game in a series because, like, obviously the first game is always going to be visually the weak or maybe mechanically not always as great mm-hmm. um but rather than go for this pick as assassin's creed i'm gonna go for the one that i feel like didn't play as good as any of the others didn't build enough compared to all of the other ones in that series and that is assassin's creed 3 i knew he was gonna say it, yeah. yeah yeah where you play as connor and you are like i don't know you are the son of a Templar, I'm going to say. Yep. Uh, basically, you get taken in by the assassins and like lots of stuff kind of happens in it. Um, there are some things that are fun in that game. Like It's the first time you can kind of climb trees and use them to sneak into bases. Mm-hmm. But there is so little after that. Like They they introduce ships as well, but not really ship combat. But um, you're out in the woods and there's like animals and stuff like that. That was always pretty cool. Like You could go hunting because you yeah, were like a Native American. You've played Red Dead Redemption too. That's, that's a way. That wasn't there at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like the hunting in it is just, it was not good enough for like the entire game. Like it's an interesting perspective to take it on. But like what immediately followed that game was Black Flag. And Black so that Flag was, had... It's amazing. And Black Flag is the greatest of the series in yeah. my opinion. But here's the thing, right? Is Black flag so good because three was so bad yes <laughs> like well, no, because did, did that help like people's enjoyment of black so flag assassin's creed 3 you have to credit assassin's creed 3 with the success of black flag because the ship that you use like mm-hmm. those ship mechanics were, were in developed. assassin's creed 3 Not the you just mechanics. couldn't it was you, just steering and stuff no but you could fire there was like moments where it was ship to ship combat but like you couldn't in, like travel around on your ship you mm-hmm. just were on a set path like oh. it was a linear mission and then you had to blow up the boats mm-hmm. but all the same mechanics were in play and they clearly maybe had to ditch that early on in the development of the game because they took all of that and made it the, the core part of black flag which is such a great game yeah mm. and, and you know it is funny because they needed to do something and i guess three was trying it but i played i still think uh assassin's creed the, like the very first one is still one of my favorite in the series no it's too dated man so Ugh. no it, it is now but there was a so guys can we not talk about assassin's creed one so much Oh, yeah. hi. Is that on your list? That is my number one choice. <laughs> so, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it now because I want the argument. Assassin's Creed 1 is the worst of the entire series. Like I just said, Assassin's Creed 3 introduced the woods, the cool muskets, the axes. It had loads of great little things going for it. Assassin's Creed 1 introduced climbing. Mm. But other than climbing, like... There was absolutely, there's no money. You can't buy anything. You can just go around to Jerusalem and like these other couple of places. And literally, other than assassinate your target, there is nothing you can do. So I was, so this is, and this is why I was going to talk about one is why one was one of my favorites. No, one is the worst. Because it has, <laughs> it has one of my favorite video game memories of all time and you know when i was there sitting and it was myself and my two brothers and they were watching me play and one is the one with the templars right the well there's templars in all of them but, but it initially they, introduces the big guys, the templars. Yeah. Yeah. so there was a scene where in, and there was like a bonus thing for killing all the templars throughout of the, course the but in order to kill all the templars all how you have to do is stand there wait for them to attack you and press square that's how you beat every enemy but in it the was game. but it was so and and again i know like in, in in comparison to the assassin's creed that came thereafter i totally get why you could say one is the weakest but for me playing that game when there is no other assassin's creed to consider 
uh, I remember that I was at a, a camp, like a like a, the enemy camp, and there was a Templar in there. And at this camp, there was a waterfall and like a little bit of a like a shallow lake or whatever. And I was playing that and fighting the Templar, and it was like you know the the, the lighting for you know for this PS2 game, whatever, was amazing. <laughs> and I was having this amazing fight where I was blocking as best I could this Templar, and the two of us were fighting in this lake. And the great thing about that game was when the Templar entered the fray, mm-hmm. all the other enemies stood back. Yeah, that's like the have... final boss, like of the of the game. Yeah, and then you fight the woman. Then shortly after. No, no, but like the, if I maybe it's maybe it's two I'm thinking of. But, but that moment a... you're talking about is the very end of the, the first game. But yeah. like. The, like when when he was attacking me and I didn't block it in time and the force was so much that it knocked me down like I fell down into the water big yeah, splashes yeah. like picking myself yeah, up in the mud yeah that is, that is the fight this that is the final boss of the first game so your one good moment is the end game boss of the very <laughs> okay, first game right, like so you know? if I'm, that's your argument Darren but it, it look it's, but the reason why I say it's so bad is because it has it's built so much but what it's done is forgotten to make a video game like it's built this great world it looks great and the climbing is amazing I couldn't believe when I was playing for the first time that like i could go on any surface and he could realistically grab in real look like he wasn't yeah. just like in zelda you know you're going up 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 he's going left he's shimmying left and right he's actually aiming for the cracks in the building so i was like that is amazing i'm sure that took lots of work and they tried their asses off but around that they forgot to make a video game like if you tried to run up a building and then you kill someone if the guards see you, they'll be after you and up that building as quickly as you were within two seconds. That's true. And yeah, if yeah, you yeah. try to get away, it takes about five to ten minutes. You've traveled about 300, 400 meters before they've lost sight of you. And then you just manage to jump into a tent. And then it takes another 60 seconds for them to stop chasing you. And by then, <laughs> your mission is on the other side of the map. And you're like, oh my God, that took ages. And in fairness, like, I it do. It has so many flaws. That, that does ring a bell in terms of the, the, the trying to escape was a definite um, Like Not even that, but like they made one of the only ways you can hide is to sit in a bench where two other people are sitting. But if they're chasing you, because everyone's panicking, anyone sitting on the bench gets up and runs away. <laughs> So you can't actually sit on the bench to and escape hide. the guards. Like they mustn't have thought that they must not have tested the game because it has so many glaring flaws like that. Yeah. I mean, to the so point where even all the missions, all the missions, all the side missions, you go in, you um get a guard and he's like, Okay, I need you to do this mission. You have to follow that guy. And if he sees you, you have to start again. You know, and then that's the mission you just have to pick a pocket of a guy. Or you have to sit in a bench and listen in on a conversation. Mm. And then that's it. There's nothing else that's to do. That's all Assassin's Creed games, though. No, no, Assassin's Creed 2 do, do, was... And amazing. why everyone considers it the best game in the series is because it introduced so much more. And Poison darts, money to buy things. Thank you, yeah. And so can I also just like draw back to why I think 3 is the worst? Because you're not wrong about 1. Like That's all true. However, it is the very first in the series that went on and on and on. Yeah. So like... When it came out, the visuals to that game were absolutely breathtaking, amazing. Do you know when you could like join up with other monks and like walk through? Yeah. Even yeah, yeah. the idea that you could do that at the time was like, oh my god! And yeah, like you could throw a coin on the ground and beggars. No, and, like, that's in that. Assassin's Creed Two. Is it? All yeah. right. Well, whatever. <laughs> There's um, no money in Assassin's Creed. So one. it did have though. Assassin's Creed One still did have the eagle things that you could dive off, right? Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. Um, it had to. Yeah, it introduced and much to the detriment of all video games everywhere. It introduced the <laughs> mapping system that we all use today in every other yeah. open. World so, game. as you can now just say, as the first in the series, pretty groundbreaking, went on to have two. Two had so many different, like, spin-offs and whatever, and I liked all of them. Even as far as, like, I don't know what the last one is, but let's say it's Revelations. You could basically get other assassins, train them up, send them off, dispatch them on missions, do all this amazingly cool shit. Yeah. And then we got three. 
and all that shit went away. You couldn't have a glider anymore. I don't know if there was a grapple hook in two, but basically three just took all the fun shit of two and got rid of it and they're like, no, but like you were a hunter. Those, those uh, spin-offs of two were like expansions that they're kind of like extra content. They're not really like, the like it's Assassin's Creed spin-off. 2 and it's Assassin's Creed 3. And yeah, we got a load of cool things in between Assassin's Creed 2 and 3 which bridged the gap, meaning you weren't going to get as big of an impact when Assassin's Creed 3 came along because we've already had two additional games to fill in for all that type of stuff. Well, then my comparison would be that Assassin's Creed 2 on the series is San Andreas and Assassin's Creed 3 is Grand Theft Auto 4. No, but Assassin's (laughs) Creed 1 is Hogwarts Legacy. It's completely wrecked in terms of like making a yeah, video game it's, it's completely incomplete it's, like yeah. i bought assassin's creed one at <laughs> Craig, the same time sorry, sorry because, here, because this it. is my number one so this will be my last time <laughs> to speak <laughs> so like assassin's creed came out at the same time as modern warfare one of the greatest video games ever made like and i bought assassin's creed one whereas my best friend at the time ken was like oh, i'm gonna buy call of duty and then we can swap when we're finished like and like I remember being like, oh man, yesterday I climbed the building and it was pretty cool. And then I leapt off of it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I did this deadly assassination mission where I, my friend was shot and I had to like defend him for 20 minutes. And I was like, yeah. And then I jumped down from another building. And, <laughs> so, so and like I, I had nothing. That anytime he told me a great story, I had no new story to tell him because there was only two death animations in Assassin's Creed 1. You stab them in the back or you do stab the leap. Front. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's I'll, it. I'll, I'll give you that, right? But I, I, and listen, this is, you know, this is, personal preference so you're completely allowed to think that assassin's creed one is is the worst game mm-hmm. but the, the comparison i have trouble with the comparison between assassin's creed one and, and modern warfare the two there's very, no comparison there's the, just a there's a great game and then a game <laughs> that reviewed very well but was fundamentally not a video game it looked so amazing different. like granted assassin's creed if you want to look at a game it's great but yeah. if you want to play a game it's nothing it's a but also, four out of okay, ten. It's, it's terrible. It's so harsh to Assassin's Creed what you're doing here because Modern Warfare is probably the greatest in the Call of Duty yes. games. <laughs> so it's so harsh. But it's Assassin's, so harsh. Cre- Assassin's Creed Two is every bit as good as Modern Warfare. Like you know, in that all is the best ways. of its yeah. series. You know, and they put the work in, and because they took what they had from the first one. And then they added the gameplay mechanics for the second one. So they got it right the second time. Granted, I have to go, oh, it was a brave thing project to take on, but they forgot to make a game when yeah, they made that yeah. game. Yeah, know? yeah, there's some bits. So can I say, just based on the fact that both you guys have a very, you know, in, in your priority, and your, your, the last <laughs> announcements that you guys make, it's both, it, both of you picked an Assassin's Creed game. Is it fair to say that that as a series is not a very good series? It is. I think it's a very good series, which is why one just shows me that What's like the most recent one? how great it got Valhalla Valhalla oh yeah I completed I... Valhalla and thought it was fantastic really like, oh, probably my really favourite really since Black Flag because it had a DLC that was meant to do with the Vikings in, in Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. yeah 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 was I unfortunately good? I burned out because I'd already completed the game yeah. and by the time the DLC came out I had moved on you to other things but like I was playing it for over 100 hours and if you just do the main story it takes 100 hours. Like, I did no side missions. Yeah. But it's really good. Great voice acting, great storytelling, mm. good characters. I was like, this is very good. Like, you know? Yeah. Assassin's Creed 3 is definitely a bad Assassin's Creed game. But Assassin's Creed is not a video game. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 1. 
it's such a it's such a it's such a harsh take for what was essentially the building block for the games that I you know love. the building block I can't play that you know? <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair okay yeah nice uh I guess we'll I mean that's that's all your that's all your options Colin isn't it? yeah but I'd like to throw just two honorable mentions go for it. you will probably do them at the start but two honorable mentions because I didn't get any reveal because we went I couldn't just sit and watch you yeah. both talk about Assassin's Creed and then talk about them afterwards. Yeah, no, reasonable, I reasonable. So I, I just quickly jump into them. I don't want to talk to them for too long, but two honorable mentions would be, for me anyway, a massive fan of the Fallout series and Fallout 76. When that came out, it was like an MMO online only, like no NPCs, no quests. They're all voice recordings. The most soulless game. It was completely devoid of ever came life. Out. Yeah, and I was at, like, when Fallout Three came out, I loved it. Fallout New Vegas, it didn't review as well, but like, I've gone back and played that, and it's actually a really good game. Had some game breaking bugs at the time, but I think that's kind of gotten fixed. Fallout Four, I still enjoyed, and I was like, okay, cool. They got a new Fallout game coming out, and they like even all the like stuff behind the like release packaging and stuff. They were like gonna like give you all these people bags and like merchandise, and then I'll just like like went tits up they like screwed everybody over got sued in the process released a game that was absolutely appalling not even like to any kind of triple a standards not even an indie developer and it get was away with that that was so sad for i mean I, I wasn't a big fallout fan i never really played any of the games but that was such a sad thing for the fans because oh. it was like the idea of a fallout mmo was so enticing for so many people and it just it was so so poorly made yeah so yeah. absolutely gross and then the second one and this is just more of a little dig at them because they fucked it up um but uh star wars battlefront 2 the new one mm -hmm. because yeah. they recreate the game that should have been amazing and the one thing that was really fun about that game was having a campaign mode where you could play as like with your friend in a no, the galactic conquest mode yeah. that was the best and yeah. you could just yeah. like you could have ship to ship battles yeah. you yeah. could then like play with your friends on the same team or as on a separate team and this was just like yeah we'll just have like an online shooter where you can just like join on up we it's did like, we did the remakes and remasters episode the other week didn't we I can't believe that I never no, thought to pick I would definitely remake Battlefront again yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Like and the, do it with Battlefront 2 is the, yeah Battle do it the way it was originally with the other studio yeah. that made it yeah. such a fun game do you remember there was a most Isley Cantina and you could just play on that level and on that level specifically just heroes you could just play as heroes so you have had access to palpatine yeah. han solo Maul. boba fett jango it was, fett, a cool little yeah. Yeah. It was so amazing good. and yeah. you could just put that to like unlimited lives and maybe a time yeah. limit and just have and a just have a laugh how could they not have a mode where you could just play as the the hero heroes. characters a so lot like that yeah. remake that they just threw out that but when you say battlefront 2 you mean the first one of that franchise right no i mean the new one that they remade and just didn't but they made Two. So they made so there's, there's Battlefront one and two, and then they did Battlefront one and two again, but they were nothing like the PlayStation two era games. Uh, different studios, EA or yeah. whoever made it. And the ones that had microtransactions yes. that got them sued. And they had the same. Yeah, but that, there's two games that did that. You're you specifically yeah. talking about the second one? Yeah, I'm gonna, well, I, I would blame the first one because no, they could have done all that then. So, yeah. I, so but the second one didn't improve on it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And for me, for me, the second one because uh, the first one didn't have the space battles, sure it didn't. I don't think it did, but it still had loads of cool things like in Geonosis. You oh, can still get a load of cool the, like like vehicles. The vehicles, and shit, yeah. You know? yeah the that, there were five, four different armies, and that was the most amazing. Was uh, I don't know who which Jedi hero you could have when you play Geonosis, but my favorite thing to do was to you had of, Dooku, uh, Darth Maul, and Grievous. But for for the good guys. 
of the good guys, but you mean the clones? The clones. Gino, Gino, the Geonovians were the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean playing for playing for the good guys. Oh, on my... that level, it was uh, Yoda. I think it was. So I think it was Yoda. So my favorite thing to do was to get into, you know, to or like he could. So I'd run. I'd like it to the, you know, the command center, man in the middle, mm-hmm. and just run in there and just because that was like a spawn point as well yeah. for a lot of a lot of the enemies. I just go in there and just rack up because the thing was, is that so fun. The heroes <laughs> um, died so quickly because like, your lifespan, if you got shot, you'd just be gone. That was mm-hmm. it. You might not get the chance for ages. So I used to go in there just, how long can I last? Yeah. Uh, because yeah. you're up against enemy AI and they're just like, they're literally like the stormtroopers, just the white ones. So they go down with one hit yeah. and they're just wrecking. You're just the wrecking the whole place. place. Oh, it's so good. So I guess we'll finish on, uh, I'll give my, I had kind of one or two more, but what I'll do is I'll give a kind of, an obvious one is that I'll do as an honorable mention uh, because I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan which I think people know at this stage yeah I know right uh, Chain of Memories was on my Is list that the card game? that's the card game yes. one yeah. where to go yeah, yeah. I and was like when I had taught what Darren would say I was like any handheld Kingdom Hearts game just delete all of them <laughs> so this is the thing about it is and i think that's i mean i'm a fan as well and but like i mean i'm a fan but i'm not one of those diehard fans who who tries to shit anybody who complains with the games because the games have a lot of problems narratively mm-hmm. speaking as well it's 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 so bad They'd, all those problems would go away if the handhelds didn't exist see this thing well i mean yeah maybe i hope so if they, <laughs> they didn't would exist. but like dream drop distance in the 3ds was a great like a really exciting game with a really exciting ending i felt like i was playing a kingdom hearts 2 again the psp version had a, a great cast i enjoyed that you one liked too. Dream Drop Distance I love where you had to distance. do the same missions twice just with Sora and then Riku yeah how dare they I got, like, I got to play as Riku cut like adds double content to you that nonsense you went to some different places <laughs> you know uh, No, but I'm a sucker for that kind of thing but no uh, Chain of Memories uh, because I between Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 there was such a long development like they took a while between but not, not as long as 2 to 3 but like as enough a, as to a ruin the story in every way yeah <laughs> they had these things in the meantime that they introduced and I was like oh here's a chain of memories Kingdom Hearts and I came across that completely by accident I went into a GameStop at the time and just saw like this Game Boy Advance box you know like that's when they were all out and you could play Game Boy Advance games and it was that deadly kind of Tetsuya Nomura artwork of kind of Sora holding these like kind of these cards in his hand and I was like this looks cool <laughs> as hell how wrong I was uh, yeah really bad game really hard game uh, completely soulless in terms of the thing that made the games great uh, now was just in card form and it was awful and just too hard I never finished it because you had to play through the entire game as Sora and there was this last battle and I never had enough cards in stock to defeat them I'd always get so close but just reloading your cards just became a really uh, challenging thing to do the more you did it and I could never finish it so I never got to play through it as Riku never got the storyline what the hell was meant to happen and then Kingdom Hearts 2 arrived and I'm like why is Sora asleep? <laughs> why, why, why am I playing as this guy called Roxas? What the hell happened? And that was like a really challenging thing to kind of get through. So yeah, that was my thing. But the the game I do want to talk about in kind of some detail, I won't go into it too much, but I'm a big, big fan of the Super Mario series of video games. Nice, yeah. But particularly, like I love the likes of Odyssey and, and Galaxy and everything, but I am a... Great one to end on. Biggest uh, franchise ever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's not that these, like I don't think there really is, I mean, there's some there's some like bad sports ones. I mean, there's like a baseball oh, one that's loads of terrible like variations of the Mario core Mario games there's not the gems yeah and this is and it's the core ones I kind of want to talk about I'm a big 2D platformer Mario I love that when Mario Maker 2 came out I'd always play the levels that were in the style of the old uh, 2D ones Um, I played through Super Mario Bros 3 every you know every year I love it but Super Mario Bros 2 as the weakest in a franchise but that wasn't me. even the Super Mario Brothers game. You know the story about that, right? How like it was a completely different game and then they reskinned it at the last I, moment. I, I there was a documentary no. about it. I think, Colm, did you put that on for us at one point? 
there's definitely a documentary series which you should look up that shows um it's something when they were talking about super mario brothers trade remember that video game um documentary series on netflix going through like oh the yes Sega. our games one of the episodes is, yeah. is on the nes and how um super mario brothers 3 was a or super mario brothers was a massive success and during the wait for super mario brothers 3 like people couldn't get enough so they just reskinned the game and then called it super mario brothers 2 because that's the thing it plays so like the thing i love which about... was a good game it's just not a mario brothers game. yeah and that's a, and it's it's a good game for reasons that i don't appreciate mario 4 so like you could play as luigi and toad and 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 they all have different um styles in terms of how they move and stuff like luigi could jump higher higher and everything yeah that was cool though i remember that all those things were nice but it it was so what's the word i'd use here it was so slippery i guess as a game so like i i I love the first mario brothers i love mario brothers uh three because they're like they're stiff scientific platformers like mm-hmm. you have to like there's 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 maths behind the jumps and everything like that it's so it's so you didn't precision. appreciate that as a kid come on no but <laughs> well, i love those games yeah, yeah i mean i played every year now and i appreciate oh, it now but i even tried to recently because you know we were playing through that game i was like maybe i should give because i had a problem with that and i did have a problem with it when i was younger i found it very very challenging compared to one or three okay and I now know why that is because it is such a slippery game. It's, no, it's because it's not a Mario game. <laughs> That's the real answer. <laughs> which, which is, which is I, now, now true or whatever. But it changed so many things, and it is like I'm. It's that first boss as well. I just could not get my head around. You know, um, what's her name? Which shoots, shoots the eggs out. Birdo. Birdo. Yeah, Birdo. Who is kind of like a people love Birdo now, yeah. but at the time I Birdo hated Birdo. Just uh, released in Mario Kart okay, 8. You yeah. know, she's led a great career despite Birdo is my favorite <laughs> character origins. in uh, Mario Party as well. I love a uh, love Birdo, but in that sense, I remember coming up to her as the first boss, and she was shooting eggs at me, and I was, you know, of course, I'm playing as Luigi, like no doubt about it. <laughs> but because of his jump, there's no precision in it. Everything is so floaty in that game. That I was like, this is just way. You can't. Way you too probably hard. have to. I think you have to land on the egg you to then throw it back to, at her, right? Pick it up so you can't tar- time the jump. You're just jumping over because you're going up exactly. too high. Yeah, I get you. And it was just that thing, and I think that made the games. I mean, for some people, it's probably a, a really nice way to play it without that precision type thing. But my favorite thing about Mario platformers was the precision, and I think two, like if you if you play one and if you play three. Two is this weird, soapy, slippery kind Big of time. like yeah. <laughs> really ju- and a very different, as you said, that was never meant to be a Mario game, obviously. No. Now, um, but yeah, I just couldn't couldn't get behind that. And I would say, and it's funny because again, looking at the ratings for it, like it's an eighty percent pretty much across the board in most places. Like people mm-hmm. loved it. I didn't didn't do anything for me, and from my perspective, the weakest not the not the weakest Mario game out there, but the weakest mm-hmm. Mario game in those old two D platformers i think mm-hmm. there's the things i think better. it's the weakest yeah mm-hmm. as well yeah yeah sure. so that's it the worst games in a series and uh if you think that we missed any that you think there's the worst games oh we, we missed loads there's only three of us here yeah <laughs> there's, there's tons of really bad <laughs> games out there uh you can let us know at the gift of game podcast at gmail.com uh if you like the content and you want to listen to more check out our patreon at patreon.com forward slash the gift of gaming and you can check for updates which i never really do but like you know follow us if you want on twitter at uh, gift of gaming pod uh and you can you can find out updates there and in the meantime if you like what you hear please it would do us a great favor if you could just tell a friend about the podcast tell them to give it a listen we'd really appreciate it uh colin craig the nolan brothers thank you so much for joining me and what was a good episode i'm glad i'm that glad we're so one. i'm glad <laughs> we're so predictable colin i'm glad you can read us like well, a book in fairness i didn't think i was going to be as predictable i was like i'm going to definitely get one or two of either, either of you and then when you both like what you would take grand theft Auto four and assassin's creed i specifically sidestep assassin's creed one to go for three so like you know we, we were <laughs> i all specifically yes 
uh, Sidestep 3 I thought about it long and hard because <laughs> yeah. that, that was my number one choice and I was like no you know what Assassin's Creed 1 didn't have a video game in it you know <laughs> and that's digress. what's needed it was a we showcase digress, folks. Uh, yeah. it's a pleasure thank you again yeah, for course. having us yeah, it was great, great. fun and uh, to our listeners out there keep enjoying the gift that is gaming we'll catch you on the next one peace out